Hello, welcome back to Naked and Real with the Rev. Right now we're going to talk about the emotion of alienation by Reverend Teresa Heipel, Master Divinity with Counseling Ministry. Alienation is defined as the feeling of being alienated, which is socially disoriented from other people. The state of our world with social distancing makes all of us feel alienated. Our refugees that come to the United States feel alienated from their homeland and their families. Many feel as if they are in bondage. They are bound to their homes and exercising outside. The economy is not working because the people are not working. People are sheltering inside with their family. Some are experiencing abuse. It happens regularly, but now that everyone is bound up at home, there is more alienation because no one is allowed to go anywhere. Many safe houses can't take in new people right now because everyone is sheltering in place. Adult children cannot check in on their elderly parents who live in their own home. They can't see them in person to check on their welfare. Our police officers know who are elderly in their community and fear that when the social distancing order is lifted, and as they check on their elderly residents, will find some dead at home. This is definitely not a great time in our world. We are seeing injustices and the great divide of socioeconomic classes. Those who are borderline making it and becoming homeless are one paycheck away from being booted out of their home. It feels like our world is going up for sale. By that, I mean the economy is tanking, and the people are not able to buy to pay their bills, so many homes will eventually be taken from the residents because they cannot keep up with their mortgage. Cars will be repossessed because the funds are not coming in fast enough to get caught up. People will walk away from their homes and refigure what they can do and where they can live. Our children are not in a school building and learning from their teachers face to face. They are at home online. Some people cannot afford a computer, so there is no education for those children to learn. The internet connection is spotty, and there is no high-speed internet in some places in any given state. Those who have the money has each of their children with their own laptop computer, if not from the school given to them. They have the ways and means. Many do not. The children feel alienated from their friends and teachers through no fault of their own. This is a difficult time. The seniors are not having a graduation ceremony to celebrate their milestone in life. It is truly heartbreaking to see that. I remember my graduation ceremony. I was the valedictorian and I gave a speech. I had been in front of people before in speech class and competitions and 4-H presentations, but giving a speech to people who know you, the whole town in a rural community was scary. I remember being involved in everything I could be. If I wasn't home, my parents knew I had after-school activities. Our children do not have that luxury right now. There are no sports to report about because all the professional teams are also social distancing. <clears throat> Even, <clears throat> sorry. Even if they do play, the stadiums will not be packed as they usually are due to social distancing. There is no one in the world who is not affected in some way. Fortunately, some can rebrand themselves and others cannot. Some can find a different way to bring in income due to having many skills, and some have not developed multiple skill sets. 
children who get picked on because they are different is another type of alienation. We need to welcome all. Our refugees are alienated from their family in a different country. They know when they leave their home, in their home country, that they may never see their loved ones again face to face in person. Due to our technological advances in recent years, we can use different tools through the internet to see our loved ones again. It's not the same as seeing them in person, but it is a great way to connect and see how they are doing. A family unit can experience alienation from one another in their home. Someone makes waves or thinks differently than the rest of the family and so is alienated because they are not subscribing to their tribal thinking. Your tribe may not be your family unit. You have progressed. You have been thinking about what is going on in your world, and it is different than the others. If your family cannot celebrate you and your uniqueness, then you need to find your group that thinks like you do and affirms you in who you are. I see it. I hear it all the time. We have our own stories. I feel. I was. I think. These are all statements we use all the time. They are our stories, but our stories don't have to become us. If our story is positive, we need to keep it. I hear more stories of injustice being done to someone. And the person's thinking is what we would call stinking thinking. I just listened to a YouTube video called Flip Your Flaws. In this video, the young lady that is speaking talks about having a brain tumor. And after her surgery, someone went wrong with her facial muscles and was paralyzed. She told her doctor that she was going to learn to talk and walk again in six months. The doctor informed her that was medically impossible. Do remember the word impossible says I'm possible. She was determined and had conviction and she was able to do just that. She may have been alienated knowing that she had come from a corporate background and after leaving her corporate job learned how to heal her others and herself and she was able to put that skill set to work for her good. What skill set do you have that you can put to work during this time of alienation from your co-workers? Genesis 3-7 Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. Adam and Eve were alienated from God. They didn't know they were naked until they ate from the tree of good and evil. The serpent tricked them. Our mind tricks us also. Do you listen to your gut instinct or your intuition? They are one and the same. You instinctively know right from wrong. Good and bad are subject to what you label them. Sin is a form of alienation. What is sin? Sin is whatever separates you from God. It is different for everybody. Something that is a sin to one person, but it could be a sin to one person, is not a sin to others. Sin is only whatever separates you from God. Whatever gets your soul closer to God is not sin. When you think like God thinks, there is no sin. We are all one. We are all related to each other. How? In Jeremiah 1.5 in the Message Bible, it says, Before I shaved you in the womb, I knew all about you. 
before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. If God knew us before we were born, and we come from God, then we have to be divine. If that is true, then we are all divine. All we have to do is tap into our divinity. There are things we do that are not divine, that is true. But beneath that exterior is a person who is divine. Live it. Be it. How? Well, that is actually an easy answer. Do what makes you feel good and do it for as long as possible. Some people love to play. In your work, find areas of your work that you can make into a game. Perhaps it's a race against the clock. Not to put pressure on yourself, but to see how quickly you can win over the clock. Many times when I work, I work in 40-minute increments. I take a 20-minute break. It doesn't mean that in my 20-minute break I am not working on something, but I am taking a break from the task at hand. I get up and move around. I do work from home, so there are many things I can do. You could make phone calls if needed for 20 minutes. I remember talking to a former bankruptcy attorney, and he told me he had one little slice of the pie in the bankruptcy law. He told me that he would block a day to do one task and one task only. One day it was answering emails. One day it was writing briefs. One day it was appointments. One day it was taking and answering all phone calls. When he told his secretary what he was doing, she said, your clients are going to be mad. His response was, if they know that I am focused in getting the job done, they will rearrange their schedule to fit the day that I can see them. Perhaps you can use this to some extent. Maybe it's not a day by day, but perhaps a couple hours a day you can dedicate to one task, another couple of hours a day you dedicate to another task, and so forth and so on. When I follow that type of schedule, I find that I'm not near as tired as I am as if I'm scattered into many different directions in one day. So then your sense of alienation will start to subside until there is no more alienation. Questions. What are you being alienated from? Who are you alienated from? Who are you in your divinity? Once we get past alienation, we can look to becoming amused, which is the next subject to explore. If you are enjoying the series, I encourage you to go to Amazon.com and in the search engine, search box, write Naked and Real with the Rev, and my ebooks will all show up there. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Goodbye.